And now, talking some high school football from around Marshall County, conversations from around the SEC, and everything in between. You're locked into the Three and Out pregame show with Joe, Zach, and John Davis, presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Let's get right into it. Coming at you now. Welcome in. It's the Three and Out pregame show. Thank you guys so much for joining us for another week. Um, the season is just rolling along. We're here at week six, which is exciting and depressing all at the same time, but the season is really, really moving quickly. Uh, last week, Gunnersville knocks off Boaz 62-12, to 12, and I think, from my uh, my opinion and, and John Davis and Zach's opinion last week, it wasn't. It was worse than we thought it was going to be. <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally. I mean, I I just want to be clear. I'm not like whenever I make predictions or whatever. I'm not underestimating Gunnersville. I think this is a fantastic team. I guess I I, I don't know. I, I I've given too much credit to their opponents at well, times. Maybe I don't know, but I know they're good. I know Gunnersville's good. Yeah. It's just I didn't see I didn't see 55-0 at the end of the third quarter. In that game, I thought there'd be a little more of a fight. John Davis was closer than any of us with forty-two to nothing, and you were even off. <laughs> I was. I mean, I said forty-two zip. And yeah. it was forty-one zip at halftime. I know. And I need to get with you about your boy who missed the extra point, or I would have been right. <laughs> Don't be getting on high school kickers, man. What they say <laughs> about college kickers, it's the high school kickers. But I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, I've seen some high school teams that struggle to make extra points. So, oh, at least yeah. at least when he's like, you know, five of six, it's okay. <laughs> he misses one five. in that A-Rab game, then he's going to have me on his down his five throat. But, six. hey, you, you were right about Boaz's offense. Yeah. They got the ball. They moved the ball that first drive. But Well, what, what I didn't understand was Coach Sullivan and them, they started running the ball pretty well in the second quarter, and they just completely got away from it, and I think, Gunnersville was had settled in to defend it in the past by then. I don't know. I don't think it would have mattered. I'm not saying that Boaz would have won the game if they had stuck with the run game. I'm just saying it was surprising to me to see them abandon it like they did when they got behind because it's like it's almost like they were trying to play catch up, but in a game that you really didn't think you were going to win anyway. Right. You know, and you're running the ball well. I don't know. And then obviously, Brandon Fusell, early pick six. I think we just. We can just go ahead and pencil in Brandon for a big play just about every week. Every week. And, it, yeah, and you're right, though. To me, that what you want to do to try to beat this Gunnersville team is try to eat up clock. Yeah. You do not want them to have a lot of possessions. Um, eat up clock. Because Gunnersville's going to run the ball, too. Mm-hmm. So, you don't want to – you don't really want to pass all that much unless, you, you know, it gets – I mean, you've got you've to be two-dimensional uh, at times. But, but you're right. You don't want to uh, – have two and three minute drives because that's just going to give Gunnersville that many more possessions during the game. It's very 2013 Auburn esque what Gunnersville does because they're going no huddle mm-hmm. to run the ball. Yes, you know they're so going like, like Nick Marshall days. Nick Marshall, um, um, Trey Mason days. Yeah. They're going no huddle just to run the ball. Yeah, and I know I talked to uh, Buckhorn head coach Matt Patterson yesterday and. You, we'll hear from him later in the show. He said that. He said that keeping up with their tempo is, is something that's really tough to do on top of the fact that they're so physical up front. So it's a tough offense to defend. And, yes, if you're going to beat Gunnersville, you're right. You want to control it on your end so it makes that offense – makes that Gunnersville offense a little bit more predictable once they hit the field. And I'll tell you, I know I know we, the, the offense kind of uh, sputtered against Southside in the second half, and maybe that was a little more self-inflicted, just trying to get timing down and all that. But for me, if I were the opposing coach, I would say let's load the box up. Uh-huh. we got to have eight in the box. we gotta, we got to press on the outside, and we got to hope that we've got good enough DBs that can defend because, you know, I mean, when you look at, uh, you know, Gunnersville's run pass, you know, we kind of talked about this before we went on air. Um, you know, they've got two running backs with 46 carries yeah. and only 42 passing attempts. So we're running the ball probably about 60, 70% of the time. Um, and so you got to load the box up. you got to try to stop the run and dare Gunnersville to pass it downfield on you. And we'll hear from Coach Reese later on in the show, in the Coach Reese show. But he, he talked about that in our interview about how they have the same number of carries. And he said, we're uh, – we're not smart enough to make sure that happened. <laughs> it just happened. Uh, John Davis, a little bit more of these stats midway through the season, just some of the ones that jump out to you. Yeah, so I was we're, we were talking earlier. Antonio only has 406 passing yards. And over the past couple of years, we're used to that sometimes happening in one game. 
Yeah. I still think the offense is better, though. I think it's more efficient. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but like Zach just said, Julian and CJ both have 46 carries. And then Antonio has 30 himself. Yeah. You know, and it's not – we have 1,076 rushing yards. Uh, mm-hmm. Julian has 479. CJ has 289. And Antonio has 297. And we've got all these stats midway through the season. We'll we'll revisit them as we go on through the show because um, there's there's some ones that really stand out, especially on the defensive end. I want to talk a little bit about um guy that is uh, getting his name called a lot every Friday night, and that's Evan Taylor. Um, Did he win Player of the Week? I think so. We'll ask was it Blake. AL. I can't remember if it was AL.com. Or yeah. I mean, he's he deserves got, it. He's getting two two returns, a punt, or a kickoff almost every game. Uh, Coach Reese said they knew that he was a fast guy and they knew he he ran routes well. His his where he's developed is his in the open field. Yeah, being very he's very hard to get down. Yeah, he's one of those guys that if you ever like had to race, yeah, you immediately <laughs> you immediately fake a hamstring injury because yeah. <laughs> you're not catching that kid. Well, what I like about Evan too is he's one of these guys, and I've we've all seen it for years now since he's been playing. He's 108 yard kickoff return or, or interception return that he had, you know, against Douglas. And then, you know, what happens? The ball goes to the ref, he goes to the sideline. And I think that's why people like that kind of personality out of Evan. He's um, – you wouldn't know he was on the field if he didn't yeah. do stuff like that. You yeah. know, that's, a, that's the kind of guy he is. So, um, obviously a huge game tonight and probably starts the toughest stretch um, of Gunnersville season. They go to Buckhorn tonight to play 6A Buckhorn Bucks in Newmarket. Uh, coached by Matt Patterson, who played at Arab. I'm very familiar with Matt. Um, was a great quarterback at Arab, and uh, last year had a pretty good first year at Brewer as well. They've had a tough tar- start to the season. Man, they've played some good teams, and it doesn't get any easier tonight. Then Gunnersville is going to go on the road next week to Scottsboro, get a break on October 7th, go on the road to Arab. So this is definitely the toughest stretch of the season. Uh, we're going to get more into the Buckhorn game as well as some more games coming up. We're going to talk about some SEC football when we come back. But first, we've got to talk about our friends at the Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Awesome venue, awesome facilities. Zach, you're familiar with it when it comes to the soccer side of things. Yeah, we've actually hosted a, a tournament up there, a soccer tournament uh, for um, freshmen, JV boys, and uh, this year we're going to hopefully add varsity boys to it. And the I mean, the way that I can describe it is first class. It's not, nice. not, not just like some people say like for, for like, oh, for around here, for Alabama. No, that's a that's a place that you can put up against like just about anything in in the country. Um, the turf fields out there, the, the people that take care of it, the people that are, you know, working to all the staff and everything. It is, it is a first class um, place and it's a, you know, a, a place that we want to try to, you know, take our program to every single year. Absolutely, and we appreciate Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater supporting the show. We'll be right back. This is the 3 and Out pregame show. Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. Cramama Seafood of Gunnersville is so proud of the Crimson Guard band, cheerleaders, and football players participating tonight. Cramama's has been locally owned for decades and was voted best seafood restaurant in the Tennessee Valley. Stop in this fall and enjoy some live music, football on the big screen, and of course, fresh and tasty seafood. Cramama's, an ultimate staple of Gunnersville, right across from the high school. Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency would like to thank the community for their continued support and wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season. Lake Gunnersville Insurance is a local, independent agency committed to the principles of service, integrity, and professionalism, and they make getting insurance simple. Reach them at 582-4039 or drop by their office located on the corner of Blunt Avenue and Loveless Street. Best of luck tonight from Carson Ray and everyone at Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency. 
Hey everybody, this is Stephanie with Havin House Candles and More. Hey, did you know that we've changed locations? Yep, we are downtown and we are very excited to be part of a historic fence building now. We've had the opportunity to expand everything in our line from our candles that are still made on site, from our home decor to our bistro area. We've added to the wine selection. And of course, we have some of the most amazing small batch poured olive oils and balsamics curated right in Italy. We thank you so much for all of the support that you've given us. And we are very proud to support all the great student athletes of Marshall County. Hey, this is Cameron with the Laundry Basket Plus, car washes, laundromats, and storage units. Want to wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season? Stop by any of our laundromats, car washes, boat and RV storages, or storage facilities in Boaz, Aberville, New Hope, and Gunnersville. Don't forget to bring your laundry for drop-off, wash, and fold service at either one of our locations in Finley Plaza or on the corner of Blen Avenue and Highway 227 for $1.25 a pound. We wish all the student-athletes all the best tonight. Go Wildcats! Hi, this is Paul Harris with State Farm in Gunnersville, your local State Farm agent. I am a proud Gunnersville alumni and Wildcat athletic supporter. Please give us a call at 256-582-3250 or come by and see us at 1246 Gunner Avenue across from the gas board for all your insurance needs. We are here to help life go right. Best of luck and go Wildcats. Downtown 412 wants to wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season. Downtown 412 is Gunnerville's premier sports bar, always providing a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. Make it your spot this fall for you and your friends to enjoy football on their many big screen televisions. And remember to follow their Facebook page to stay up to date on daily specials and live music scheduling. Go Wildcats! From the staff at Downtown 412 in Gunnersville. Through three generations, C.A. Langford Company has provided North Alabama with the highest quality products since its beginnings in 1956. C.A. Langford Quarry has a wide variety of products to help serve the needs of commercial and residential areas alike. From regraveling the driveway to repaving highways and everything in between, they have what you need. Locally headquartered on Warrington Road in Gunnersville, Scott and all the employees of C.A. Langford wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season. Now back to the three and out pregame show presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Welcome back in. It's a three and out pregame show. So last segment, we uh, talked a lot about what Gunnersville has done to this point in the season. Obviously, five and zero. Number four in 5A, headed to Buckhorn tonight. We're going to talk more about that game and more about some midseason stats. But first, let's talk about some SEC football and what we saw over the weekend. I think, last weekend that is, I think the biggest thing for me is what is going on on the Plains. <laughs> now, listen, I know now it's like, first of all, Penn State's a ranked team. They're not bad by any means, but I think it was the way that second half second half shook out that is just really really it's hard it's it's settling it's not settling well Penn State's not not a bad team but they're not 41 12 no in Jordan here no 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 the the thing for me with with Auburn is and I I was I I I kind of was skeptical about Harson from the get-go okay like didn't I I didn't think it was a really a really good fit you bring in this guy that's been in, in Boise, Idaho, uh, and you ask him to recruit against Nick Saban and Kirby yeah. Smart, and and it's just that's a tough task. Even though Auburn is a great place, great university, great program, you know, has history, uh, has good facilities, all that. It's still you you he doesn't have it's it's not a good fit, mm-hmm. and so so you have that on top of it. But he hasn't been given a fair chance either, so. It's it's it would be difficult to expect anybody to try to win with the turmoil that they had in the off season. I mean, literally, people trying to sabotage him uh, after one season. How how do you expect him to to field a team this year that's capable of competing with all that going on? And it's tough for him to recruit. That to me, as a fan, if I were an Auburn fan, that'd be the thing I'd be most worried about right now is not just the Penn State score and how that looked 
but also the fact that if you look at Auburn's recruiting class, mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're down there with, you know, some of the – they're down there with, like, Vanderbilt. I know. And, and it's not going to get any better when you're – if you're losing and everybody knows that Harson's kind of a lame duck, that Harson's gone at the end of this year. I mean, well, barring some drastic well, turnaround. I, it, a loss tomorrow, Missouri, and I Ooh. think he's going Monday. Could be. What say you, John I Davis? I, I, mean, I don't see that happening. Well, they've got a new Saturday. new athletic director, I mean, right? He loses at, to Missouri. He's gone. At, at, well, I agree. Yeah. Did they Tomorrow, finally – Monday. Did they, did they hire – it might be Sunday. Yeah. Did they hire a new athletic director? I, th- I, think, I think that's – I personally think Hire or interim. No, they I, have not yet. Okay. They have not hired I think that might be the only thing holding them back. Yeah. I, I think you're probably right if, there. Because if the previous athletic director was there, mm-hmm. I think he'd already be gone. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. You know, it's um, just it but was the one. It was Yellowhammer News, I think, and then another news station reported it. Did you guys hear um, the, uh, that the only coach out there that they could hire that could compete with recruiting against Nick, oh, Nick yeah. Kirby is Deion Sanders? The, or I've heard Urban. We can't shake Urban. Urban Meyer's name is going to come up. Urban needs to go to Nebraska and just stay in Nebraska. That would be a pretty good fit for him. But um, did That's you guys a, happen to hear uh, D? D. Finley, TJ's dad. Oh no. no! He got on the Locked Auburn Locked On Auburn podcast yesterday. Well, I did see TJ hey, Finley dude. complaining about his offensive line on Twitter. Dude. Basically, D. Finley. Oh no! Yeah, it it what he held nothing back. <laughs> he so he it, called out the coaching staff. He called out the the, and I mean, oh, and now Calzana getting uh, T- sur- surgery on his shoulder, so Calzana's out. So well, you, TJ's hurt as well. Is TJ even going to play against Missouri? No, so so you got Ashford. Ashford's going to start against so Missouri. So it's the tale of two quarterbacks. You got T.J. Finley, who's blasting his O line on Twitter. Yeah, and you go back <laughs> to two, that. You go back two thousand nine with Greg McElroy, who fed his O line every week. Right. <laughs> well, well, the thing is, will Auburn even have to fire Harsons? Harson. You mean, well, they're going to have to fire him because nobody's walking away from that kind of buyout. But that's true. Uh, but this weekend, but the, if Arizona State steps in and says. Hey, we'll cover the buyout. We'll get you out here. Speaking of Arizona State, by the way, that that was a tough way to see Herm Edwards Agreed. probably end his coaching career. Yeah, they fired, fired him on the field. Right? on the field. Now, by, we don't know that for sure. By one of his best friends, too. We don't have the the exact transcript of what was, what said, was said. But you could tell. It looked like he got fired <laughs> on the field before he even got it's so, it, I mean, it looked like he knew it was coming, and that was a, tough to see. There's a lot, yeah, and he's a, he's a nice guy. There's there's a lot that I, that was one I didn't get, feel good about no. way back when either. Just he's he's not he's a pro guy, like yeah, and and he's got a lot to learn about the college game and recruiting, and they've got some NCAA violations coming some from his ones. time there. Yeah, um, it, it was just a bad situation, and they they needed to end it. But f- firing people at airports and on the field, and can we not? Do it. Can we not be professional? Oh, I know. There's cameras everywhere. Well, you know, once you get to the tunnel, <laughs> my, my God's thing, sakes. my thing that drives me nuts is all these football programs are firing their coaches because they, you know, they don't like the way the program's going and mm-hmm. they want to be successful. Who, who are you going to hire? I know exactly. There's there's five programs right now. Well, well and everybody else. So if you're Nebraska, are you are you getting Davo Sweeney? No. No. Are you getting Ron Day? No. No. Are you getting Lincoln Riley? No. no. So it's like you pay a buyout. Well, listen, it, I I agree with getting rid of Scott, Scott Frost. I'm sorry. Like he had to go. He at some looked point. like a buffoon to me. Yeah. In so many instances, um, more so than just his ability on the field, he just it it was the right move. What well, wasn't the right move was for Nebraska. I mean, Bo Pelini was winning ten games a year. That's where it all started. Yeah. Like you can't like. That's the thing. There's right now, until you can, and, it, and it's not going to happen overnight. But there's the Alabama, the Georgia, you know, um, uh, maybe. Uh, I mean, you got Ohio State. Yeah. Those kinds of programs, you're not going to compete with those people overnight. Mm-mm. It's going to take time, and maybe like somebody like Bo Pelini is not going to compete with those programs year in year out because you you can't recruit on that level at Nebraska, but you might be able to build a team once every three or four years that can get in the playoff and make some noise like some like like uh the guy at Michigan State did. You know, he Yeah. They they got obliterated by Alabama yeah, in the playoff, yeah. but they made it, you know, yeah. and they and so Well I mean good lord, it took it's taken Kirby 
three four, three years <laughs> to get Georgia to this point. Yeah, I well, mean, and so how, how long did it take? Um, well, they played for a national title his second year. How long? <laughs> but, how long did Dabo get? Uh, Dabo was at Clemson. You know, I mean, he started in O. Uh, he stepped in in O eight, and there were there were rumblings about firing him before uh-huh. he. You know, led but, up to two. But their first championship was what sixteen. Yes, we we beat them in fifteen. Yes, and they beat us. They, they yeah. won sixteen. Yeah. So there you go. And so he was there for how many years? He was there he, since he stepped seven. in the middle of 08. So eight years. Eight seven? years. Eight years. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it, like that's what I'm saying. It doesn't happen overnight. And when you fire somebody, you've got to be able to replace them. Yeah. Harson is not a better coach than Gus Malzahn. No. Uh, and Gus had his problems. Gus had his issues. You know, maybe don't give him a contract extension just because <laughs> he beats Alabama. Yeah. Maybe you know, and so that you don't have to buy him out at thirty million. Um, but you've got to know who you're going to re- replace that coach with. Um, we saw it with Alabama. If they fire Mike Shula, if they hire Rich Rodriguez, if they hire um, any of those coaches that they were talking to before they looked up and got Saban from yeah. the Dolphins, we're we. We're talking about the same thing at that time with Alabama. You put Rich Rod in there, he's gone in four or five oh, years. Oh, easy. If not two or three. He, he was – yeah, we won't even – I don't even want to pretend like that was almost a possibility. Uh, still, it was. still a, scares it, me. It but, but almost for, happened. But for <laughs> Auburn, I know we'll, we've got some other games to talk about. We started yeah. with Auburn. Luther Burden, the mm. third from Missouri, if you can stop him, limit him, Auburn will win. Like he, oh, yeah. he, Auburn's more talented than yes. Missouri, without a doubt. It's just everything that's going on, and it's at it's at eleven a.m. By the way, right here, WTWX. There you go. Pre-game starts at eight a.m. for Auburn and Missouri at eleven a.m. down at Auburn. It's going to be a beautiful day, but run the ball. Hopefully, please run the ball. Uh, you ain't got to. You hey, <laughs> you ain't got to. You ain't got to look to me to defend <laughs> Tate Biggs. But I, I I don't know what was hey, going on Jermaine. in the second half. Jermaine Funny Man Johnson, yeah, uh, actually has apparel. Did you know that? You can <laughs> of buy he does. Ho- you can buy hoodies that says "Run the Ball." No, we need one, and it's R U N D A B A W L. We'll get into more SEC talk. We um, obviously needed to spend some time on Auburn for for obvious reasons. So um, we'll, we'll get into some more SEC talk when we come back. When we do come back, we're going to visit with Buckhorn head coach. That's who's Gunnersville is taking on tonight. They're going to New Market to take on the Buckhorn Bucks. Coach Matt Patterson, who played at ARAB uh, many, many moons ago. I remember Matt playing when I was just a kid. I was a ball boy, actually, for the ARAB teams when Matt Patterson was on the team. So I remember Matt very well. We're going to visit with him when we come back. It's the 3 and Out pregame show. We'll be right back. Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities, located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. Hey folks, Jerry O'Neill, broker and owner, Southern Elite Realty. It's football season and it's game time. I hope you'll slow down, enjoy the game, and make memories. My team and I are so proud to be a part of the WTWX and the Gunnerful Wildcat family. I personally have great memories of sitting on the front porch with Dad and listening to the Wildcats play to victory. As the market continues to thrive, my agents and I will use our many years of experience to serve all your real estate needs. We strive to treat every property as it's our family's. Be sure to check us out at MySouthernElite.com or feel free to give us a call at 256-202-1648. Call today and let's call it soap. Local Alpha Insurance agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry want to wish the Wildcats much continued success and they're pulling for you. Stop by the Alpha office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville, and you'll see why so many customers have not only saved hundreds of dollars a month on their insurance, but also increased their coverage. Keep up the good work, Wildcats, from your trusted hometown Alpha agents, Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, proud sponsors of Gunnersville Athletics. Whitaker Towing Services has proudly served Gunnersville and the surrounding areas towing, wrecker, hauling, and crane needs for over 60 years. As former Wildcats themselves, the team at Whitaker Towing understands the importance of not only getting the job done right, but exceeding expectations with a commitment to excellence. Reach Whitaker Towing at 582-3811, and if you have a special service request, don't hesitate to call for a free quote. 
Go get them, Wildcats, from everyone at Whitaker Towing Services. Former Gunnersville Wildcats, Steve and Cole Carver would like to assist you with all of your real estate needs, whether buying, selling, or an auction. They do it all with over 30 years combined experience. Contact them at 256-571-6775 or 256-293-3840. Carver sold at gmail.com. Remax Gunnersville. In the state of Alabama, the most anticipated time of year is college football season. It's Bama-Auburn. Auburn-Bama. It's on everyone's mind. At Bubba's 2, we're stocked with awesome men's collegiate game day gear and apparel. And it's 20% off. So roll tide, war eagle, and go Wildcats from Bubba's 2. Lake Gunnersville's fine apparel and formal wear store for men and youth. Bubba's 2, definitely not just another men's store. Bob Moore and the team at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A want to wish the Crimson Guard Band, cheerleaders, and football players a great 2022 season. And this fall, Chick-fil-A delivery options are just a tap away. Order through the Chick-fil-A app, and a team member will bring your favorites right to your door. It's our pleasure to serve the great Gunnersville community. And go Wildcats from everyone at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A. We'd like to thank Harrelson Drugs for their continued support of the Gunnersville Wildcat broadcasts. Steve and Marilyn are honored to have served our community for over 30 years. And not only are they a trusted healthcare resource, they also have the best gift shop specialty items around. Go Wildcats! From Harrelson Drugs on the corner of Gunter Avenue and Patterson Street, a locally owned, independent family pharmacy and gift shop. Now back to the three and out pregame show presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Joined now by Buckhorn head coach Matt Patterson. Coach, thanks so much for joining us. And, uh, you know, a lot of people in the Marshall County area, including Gunnersville, that are familiar with you or your time at ARAP. Uh, how long have you been at Buckhorn, and how have things been going so far? Uh, this is uh, this is year two for us at Buckhorn. Uh, you know, things have been going well since we got here in January of 2021. Uh, you know, kind of kind of rebuilding a little bit. Not that it was broken when we got here, but uh, you got to put your touch and your spin on things, and uh, you know, you got to try to reestablish you know your culture uh, and your coaching staff's culture. So we kind of been doing that. So we're kind of. Uh, had a strong senior class last year to kind of lay the groundwork and foundation, and uh, and now we're kind of kind of young in some spots, and you know we're uh, kind of growing up and kind of getting baptism by fire, as they would say, with with the schedule we've played thus far. Yeah, and uh, obviously bringing in Gunners, which is you know this is one of those games neither you nor Coach Reese, you know it's, it's not a game that you guys had to play, but I think I think both of you are excited about playing a game like this. Just talk about having a program like Gunnersville coming in and. And what we can expect to see from uh, the Buckhorn Bucks on Friday night? Well, we're we're really excited about Gunnersville coming in. You know, our kids don't know a whole lot about Gunnersville. Uh, obviously, I do. Uh, tremendous amount of respect for the for the Gunnersville brand and the program that Coach Reese has maintained. You know, I mean, he took over and just kept. And then, you know, I won't say he kind of he's kind of took it to another level. And that's no disrespect to Coach Islam and the guys before him. But uh, you know, they've they've been on a big run there lately. I think they haven't lost a game at on the road in quite a while, uh, you know, had the back-to-back, back 10-0 season. So, you know, they're going to come in here expecting to win. And the thing I tell our team, you know, that I told our team this week is Gunnersville's not just a good football team. They're a football program because every year they got a good team. They don't, you know, they graduate and they, they don't rebuild. They just reload. And that's what we're trying to build here. You know, uh, the blueprint of the Gunnersville football program can be used by any school at any, at any classification. Uh, and that's kind of, you know, tipping our hat to them a little bit because, you know, I'd love to be seven, eight years down the road and people saying the same thing about our program. Talking to Buckhorn head coach Matt Patterson, uh, tell us a little bit about this team this year. What can we expect on uh, both sides of the ball? I think you're going to see uh, you're going to see some guys that play really hard. Uh, we've been kind of inconsistent at times. There's times we've played really, really well and times that we haven't played well. Uh, we're very young up front. We uh, 
we got one senior that rotates in our defensive line, and everyone else is uh, uh, four more sophomores and two more freshmen. So we're young there. Uh, we got a sophomore might linebacker named Colin Felders, our leading tackler. Uh, we got uh, some two seniors in the secondary that's, that start for us. Predominantly, that's what you see. We'll have nine guys returning next year on defense. So right now, we're really, really young. Uh, same thing on the offensive side. We'll play two quarterbacks. We'll play Jack Roop and Terrence Robinson. Terrence will play running back when he's not at quarterback. Um, you know, we try to be multiple, multiple formations and shifts and things like that. We try to, you know, we try to be balanced. And you know, our opinion of balance is really not. 50-50 run pass, but it's more of we do what we want to do kind of when we want to. We don't we don't try to get dictated by somebody's defense, but, you know, that does happen from time to time. Uh, we're going to try to be physical each and every week, and we're going to try to come out and play 40, 48 minutes of football, and where the chips fall, they fall. So that's how we kind of approach things each and every week. Obviously not going to ask you to give away the game plan by any means, but, you know, when you do watch Gunnersville on film on offense and defense, what's um, – you know. Well, I think the thing that stands out for them offensively is really and truly just the pace of play. Uh, you know, when they get first downs and they get to going fast, you know, Antonio Spurgeon does a phenomenal job leading that offense. Uh, you know, you got to know where Brandon Fusell's at on every snap. you got to know where Julian Jordan's in the backfield. Uh, you know, the offensive line is – really, really good, and then they're young. Uh, you know, that that's the big thing that stands out. They don't do a whole lot, you know, of plays per se, but everything they do, they do very, very well at an execute at a high level, which make them very hard to stop. Uh, you know, and defensively, man, they're just so sound. They're, I mean, they're, they're going to be in their gaps. They're going to be in the right coverage. They're not going to miss tackles. Uh, and, you know, going back, and I don't know if the first defense has given up a touchdown since the south side game. Uh, going back and looking at different films and talking to different people. Uh, you know, we're going to have to play our best football Friday night to beat Gunnersville. You know, they're ranked fourth in 5A for a reason. And, uh, you know, it's just another top 10 team coming in our place in the non-region game. I think Helena came in here ranked eighth. Gunnersville's going to come in ranked fourth. And we got Decatur down the road. It's right now ranked in 6A. So, you know, it is what it is. Another, another non-region game, another ranked opponent coming to our place. Coach, appreciate it. We're really looking forward to tonight. Best of luck the rest of the season, too. Oh, right, y'all be safe coming up. Thank you. And that was Coach Patterson with the Buckhorn Bucks. Did a pretty good job last year in his first year. They go 5-5. Five and five. Uh, Very senior-laden team last year. Very tough schedule, but still was able to go 5-5. Five and five. This year started out a little rocky. They're 1-3 right now, but, man, they've played some good teams. They have. They've got a tough schedule. I like the names on this team. <laughs> I like the yeah. middle linebacker, 44, Harlan Pitts. Get Doesn't em. that just sound just like when a, his When his parents yeah. had him, yep. they named him <laughs> that because they knew. They knew he was going to be a middle him. linebacker. And the quarterback, Jack Roop. That, ju- that just sounds like – that sounds yeah. like a to me like a 70s For NFL sure. quarterback, Jack Roop. Get him, Harlan. I love it. I love it. Harlan Pitts, man. That's a great name for sure. You're probably going to hear that. Wildcat fans, especially with how we run the ball, you're probably going to hear Harlan Pitts over yeah. the, uh, <laughs> the sound system tonight. He's uh, he's one of their upperclassmen, too. They've got several seniors on this year's team, too, but um, they're they're young at some spots. Coach Patterson, he they've like, it, like I said, they play some really good teams this year, and then they get Gunnersville, and he – like he just said in that interview, he you know, he knows the Gunnersville brand, and um, that's why he scheduled the game with Coach Reese because he wants his players to see a program like Gunnersville. I I do think Gunnersville takes care of business tonight. Um, I think Buckhorn's going to have a really tough time with trying to slow down Julian, CJ, and Antonio. Um, I you know Brandon's going to get his at some point. We can expect Evan to do something again tonight. But- yeah, on paper, Gunnersville, better team. And, again, I'm not underestimating them. I'm just saying, like, don't let this be a trap game. With, yeah, it, being, with it being non-area, non-region, and you got Scott's brother and A-Rab coming up, so two, two, probably the two biggest games yeah. of the year. And this is – with a win tonight, uh, Gunnersville will have 16 road wins in a row. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, it's just – Buckhorn is a big school. They've got a lot of players. They've got a mm-hmm. lot of – just looking at them, I and they've got a lot of players on their team – um, they're they're gonna have some good athletes. Um, you know they're playing at home. It's a long drive up there, yeah. uh, especially on a bus. It's mm-hmm. over an hour on a bus, and uh, so 
I just hope it's not a trap game. I hope the Wildcats understand tonight that they've they've got their hands full a little bit and they've got to bring it. They've got to bring oh, their A sure. game for sure. Buckhorn's always athletic, so we'll see uh, tonight. Excited about it though. I, I love seeing um, games like this when you get out of your region and out of your classification and, and two good programs going at it. So should be fun. Let's get back into some SEC football. Talked about Auburn at length last segment. Not sure what's going to happen down there. Well, I think we all know what's going to happen. We just don't know when it's going to happen. Uh, as far as the SEC goes, Alabama, there's nothing to talk about with you, Monroe. Um, then they got Vandy tomorrow. Should be should be another walkthrough, um, you would hope. There's there's a lot of things this Alabama team's got to get better at before they go to, to Arkansas because I'm telling you right now, that's a loss. Yeah. If, if that Alabama team that went to Austin – Shows up to Arkansas, that's that's a loss. It's a ten point loss. Can, did you say the Vanderbilt uh, quarterback was talking a little trash? Oh, which Lord. have they not learned? Why? You know the the guy a couple I, of years ago where, where he said oh, yeah. where he said Alabama, you're next. Yeah. And then and then Dan Wolkin was saying, I don't think Alabama will will, oh, will even score nineteen points. The, the spread was nineteen and a half. I don't even think Alabama will score nineteen points. It was yeah. fifty nine to nothing. I know. And uh, when, when will when will Vanderbilt learn? Like, don't talk. He was talking about he was talking about seeing on film like mistakes that Alabama had made and all this stuff. It's like, yeah, like agreed. Yeah, it's happened, but yeah. don't say it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Don't say it. I mean, these guys like act like this information doesn't get back. Like, you don't want to give Will Anderson and Dallas Turner any more reason to come crush you. Yeah. on the ground shouldn't have an issue. Um, of course, there's been some issues with. Um, the wide receiving core with Bryce. I know a lot of guys are new, um, a lot of new faces. Nobody's kind of asserted themselves as that number one wide receiver, but that's why we play. So, yeah. you know, maybe – I'm telling you right now, completely prepared for a loss at Arkansas. Completely oh, prepared. Joe, don't say it. Completely prepared. Neg- you got to be. <laughs> got to be. I'm don't telling be you. negative. That Bama team that showed up in Austin shows up in, negative, in Fayetteville. Negative will be awful. Nelly here. Well, I <sighs> – Gotta be optimistic. Between I am between Arkansas, Tennessee, realistic. and LSU, I think we will lose one of those. Yeah, and to, of the three, I would rather lose to Arkansas. How about my boy Brian Kelly? <laughs> First has, SEC win it of has his career. One, it has nothing to do with Brian Kelly. That I'm, I'm he's the coach. Afraid of that. Alabama, game. Alabama's not losing to LSU this year. But here's the I'm thing. I'm talking about beating Mississippi State. When was the last beating time? The Pirate. When was the last time Alabama lost to LSU on the road? Oh, on the road. Be 2010. Yeah, long time ago. To me, mm-hmm. Tennessee and Arkansas are the are the two games Alabama really needs to worry about. Those are the two teams that I feel like are geared up to have enough. Arkansas, though, they got to show me something this week because, and we'll talk. We need to talk about that. They, they've they've got a And M. They're going to A and M. Well, it's in Dallas. This is one of, like one of those games when you start predicting. Like I start looking at it, and I'm and I'm thinking like I don't think that A and M's coming out of this game with two losses and Arkansas undefeated. I think A&M wins this game. I really do. Um, and I, I, and it's just one of those things, like, it's not really, to me, it's not in my head about how they match up or, or whatever. It's just, like, I don't see Arkansas going on the road after how they've played the last two weeks and beating an A&M team that's got a little confidence after beating Miami. Well, keep in mind, it's in, it's, it's in Dallas. It's at, it's at Jerry World. So it'll be 50-50. I don't think it's close. I think Arkansas runs them off the field. What? Whoa. I think Arkansas is that good. I think they run them off the field. But Texas A&M doesn't have a quarterback did you, yet. Did you watch Did you watch Arkansas it's play last Missouri week? Missouri State at 11 a.m. No, it wasn't at 11 a.m. When it, was it? It was, a, it was like an evening game. It was a uh, night game. It was dark bro. when it yeah, – it was a 6 o'clock game. Oh. And Bobby Petrino was on the other side. Yeah, I don't care. They had a 10-point lead I in told the fourth you, quarter. I told you, I don't judge games by FCS. I don't judge games anymore by FCS opponents. I think A&M wins. 28-10, Arkansas. <laughs> I don't think it's close. Ten. I don't think it's close. I think I think a little bit of that muster of next week's Alabama-Arkansas game is going to be worn off because I think Texas A&M is going is to – their defense is going to stop uh, C.J. Jefferson, and it's going to be an ugly game. I say – I say – Twenty-one to seventeen, A and M. No, twenty to seventeen, because they're not going to score just touchdowns. They're going to kick field goals. Arkansas will be undefeated. They'll be number five in the country. CBS two thirty in Vietnam. College game day will be there. It's going to be wild. Hey, can we get a Arkansas hat for number one fan? Over <laughs> why? Here? Why every time I just talk, 
glowingly about one team, I'm all of a sudden a fan of them. Y'all think I'm an LSU fan now. You think I walk around and wear Tank Bigsby pajamas. Well, well you, I, you obviously didn't watch Arkansas play last week. No, I didn't, but I've watched <laughs> them play the first three weeks against actual football teams. But what, they they struggled against somebody else. Who was it? They they uh, struggled the first week against Cincinnati. Come on. That's a 9-10 win team. They, they only – okay, I know that they sort of controlled the game against South Carolina, but they only beat them by 14. South Carolina South Car- horrible. Oh, they controlled that whole game. That was a trash backdoor cover that South Carolina they, got. They beat Cincinnati by 7, Missouri State by 11, South Carolina by 14. And you and you think they're they're just going to roll in and, and just destroy A&M. I do. A&M's got a defense, though. we got to go to break. I strongly disagree. we got to go to break. You disagree? John Davis. I'm now. surprised we haven't gotten to talk about Florida, Tennessee yet. But continue. Oh, we'll, yeah. We'll go to break. We'll, we'll see. we we got to go to break, though. Um, and when we come back, we're going to visit with head coach Lance Reese. And I do want to remind you about the Sand Mountain Skate, which is also coming up at Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. It'll be opening in November. Um, if your child has a birthday coming up this fall or winter, don't worry about the cold weather. Plan your next family fun-filled birthday splash at their indoor aquatic center. So much stuff going on up there. Follow their Facebook page for more updates. That's the Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. This is the 3 and Out pregame show, and we'll be right back. Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities, located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. You've probably heard the term community bank and wondered what that really means. While banking regulators describe it in various ways, at Citizens Bank and Trust, we believe our simple definition says it all. We're of the community, not just in it. That means decisions about loans and other services are made right here at home by people you know. Citizens Bank and Trust, big on the small things that define better banking for you. Member FDIC. Hey folks, Mark Bricky, Sand Mountain Toyota. We're Sand Mountain's only Toyota certified pre-owned dealer. That means every Toyota certified vehicle goes through a rigorous 160-point inspection by our award-winning service department. A 12-month bumper-to-bumper warranty, a 100,000-mile powertrain warranty with roadside assistance. So when you buy from Sand Mountain Toyota, you're buying with confidence. Visit us online at sandmountaintoyota.com or Highway 431, Albertville. At Sand Mountain Toyota, we're more than a dealership. Hello, this is Maury Yancey, President of the Lake Gunnersville Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber of Commerce staff, board, and membership proudly cheer the Wildcats on to victory. When you shop local, you are supporting the future of our young people. The commerce in this community helps provide the taxes to support our city schools. If you are not already a member of the Lake Gunnersville Chamber of Commerce, give us a call or come by our office. Join one of the most active chambers in Alabama and one of the largest for a community our size. The Lake Gunnersville Chamber of Commerce, cheering on the Wildcats. Huddle House is proud to have been part of the Gunnersville community for over 30 years and are equally proud of the success of Gunnersville High School and their athletics. Huddle House was founded on hometown values, serving freshly prepared quality homestyle food in a warm, friendly environment that brings the community together. Huddle House, Southern Dining Restaurants. Any meal, any time, and no better place to gather and eat after Friday night football. People's Bank of Alabama is a local bank you can trust to be there when you need it. We are your neighbors, friends, and family. Whether you're a team player, a coach, a member of the band, a cheerleader on the sidelines, or a fan in the stadium, the People's Bank of Alabama team is proud to be a supporter. We have been a part of this community for over 40 years. This is where we live, work, and play, just like you. From People's Bank of Alabama, here's to a winning season member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Go Wildcats from everyone at SoCo Roofing. 
You can count on SoCo to always go above and beyond. We offer free inspections and one of our knowledgeable consultants will walk you through each step of the process and work hand in hand with your insurance provider. Give us a call at 256-677-9002. We were here before the storm and we will be here after the storm. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, your local trusted roofing experts. Factory Connection has the looks you love for less, a lot less. They opened their first store nearly 50 years ago right here in downtown Gunnersville and now have over 300 locations in 17 states. Buying from the industry's leading fashion manufacturers allows Factory Connection to offer name brand and specialty store fashions that are 25 to 75% below retail. And they restock twice a week, every week. With great looks and serious savings, Factory Connection is your fashion connection. And now, this week's interview with Guntersville head coach Lance Reese, brought to you by Foodland Plus in Guntersville. Wildcat fans, the good folks at Foodland wish nothing but the best for you in tonight's game. And you know, speaking of best, we've got the best values during our autumn sale going on this weekend. Nestle Pure Life Water, you can get three 24-packs of half-liter bottles for 10 bucks. That's this week during the autumn sale. Out here at Foodland, we're right across from the high school. Welcome back in to another week of the Coach Lance Reese Show. Coach, thanks again for joining us. Big win against Boaz. You get a county win, you get a region win, and you get it right here at home. You guys jumped out on them quick. Just talk a little bit about the game and uh, who stood out for you. Yeah, the, you know, the kids get excited for uh, – Anytime you play teams like Boaz, teams in the county. So, as you mentioned, it was a region and a county game, so very important. We did get off to a, to a fast start. Um, we scored, and I think Fusel had a pick six right there off the bat. But uh, kind of a unique night. We, we did a good job establishing the run in the pass. And then, uh, you know, we, I think Evan Taylor had two kickoff returns, so that's something you don't see all the time. Evan's returned two punts also this year, so that's that's good for Evan. But – uh, on the night, Antonio had a good night throwing the ball, five of six for 86 yards. I guess Julian Jordan, who's somebody we've seen make big plays, he had his best game of his career so far, 10 carries, 181 yards. Then he had a big second half. We're just trying to get the ball kind of out of the end zone area, and he broke one for 93 yards, the first first possession we had in the second half. So uh, big night for him. Uh, Julian and C.J. also ran the ball effectively, so uh, – very pleased with our offensive production. And then defensively, uh, the starting group gave up no touchdowns when we put our young guys in. Uh, proud of them. They kept fighting. Boaz uh, had their starters in, which I can understand. I would have too. But we we fought hard, and they were able to, to punch one in. And then we uh, had a pick six that we threw ourselves. So you got to commend our first group on defense for giving up no points against what I thought was a, a good Boaz offense. So far this year, Coach, um, through, through five games, you guys are – Averaging 48, you're giving up five. Uh, the the balance on offense has been noticeable. Uh, just talk a little bit about that between the, the run game and the pass game. Yeah, we uh, – you know, that's something that we kind of strive for. But Julian and CJ, I think actually on the year we looked at today, on the season they've got exactly the same number of carries. We're, we're not smart enough oh, wow. to do – we're not smart <laughs> enough to do that. It's kind of worked out that way. But uh, – and then – uh, Antonio's getting uh, – he's not getting quite as many carries as them, but he's also a, a real threat. And um, probably not throwing the ball quite as much as we did, but when we do, we're throwing it effectively. Uh, I know that Fusel had a – I think he had a 79-yard touchdown reception. He and Evan Taylor are two lead receivers right now. Sam's still out with that uh, with that ankle, but when we get him back, you'll have even more. So it, it's good to see a number of people touching the ball, a number of people having success. Like I say every week, all that success is not going to happen without that group on the front, uh, up front, O-line, doing a great job. Got to talk a little bit about the production you're getting from uh, from Evan Taylor and, and the way he goes about it, too. I think that's what people really enjoy about his game. He's a he's going to return a kickoff, and he's going to hand the ball back to the ref and come on back to the sideline and get ready to do it again. Yeah, Evan is really he's – a, he's a three-year starter in secondary, and this is the first year that we've really had him uh, on offense. And uh, – you know, we knew he was has has good speed, but he's kind of got an act in the open field. He's tough to bring down, so that's evident in the the punt returns and the kickoff returns. I don't know that we've had anybody to score multiple punt yeah. returns and multiple kickoff returns in a 
in that season. So I'm sure as we keep going, you're going to see teams kind of have to game plan that and start trying to kick it away from him. But uh, it's our job as coaches. We need to find ways to get him the ball. If they're not going to kick it to him or punt it to him, probably need to touch it, let him touch it a little bit more. But, uh, you know, when you've got guys like uh, like him and Antonio and CJ and Fusell, it does make it tougher on a, on a defense to try to defend you. Well, we're officially at the uh, midway point of the season, which is hard to believe, but you're entering arguably the toughest stretch of your schedule. You're about to go on the road to Buckhorn. You've got several road trips coming up, but let's, uh, let's talk about this Buckhorn team. Not a program that we're all too familiar with, but uh, you are familiar with the fact that Buckhorn usually puts athletes on the field. Yeah, they do, and uh, they're 6A, got a lot, got a lot of kids, uh, you know, how Huntsville's a, a growing area, so I think even since they uh, were classified as 6A, they've got a lot more kids since then. Going to have a lot of athletes and a lot of speed, and that sounds strange, but that's something I was looking for in a non-region opponent, because uh, if you look at our history, we're going to run in that in the playoffs, so it's good, it's good to see that, so... Uh, very quality team. Matt Patterson's the head coach, and I've known Matt for a long time. His son, um, excuse me, he's the son of Pod Patterson, who was the longtime ARAB coach. So know them, know they got a good program, a lot of good athletes. So it'll be a good test for us in a non-region game. Uh, what can we expect to see from this uh, Buckhorn team, specifically on offense? What do they like to do? Uh, they, they play two different quarterbacks. They will throw the ball at times. They've probably got more overall team speed than we've than we've seen, as I mentioned before. They got a good balance in uh, running the running and passing the ball. So, uh, and we got to go on the road for you know about an hour and fifteen minute trip. So, it's uh, all those things are things that you're going to have to experience. So, it's good to go ahead and do that in a non-region game. Uh, you know. With the game, obviously, but, but the, the road trip itself and getting over there and playing a big game like this, what do you usually like to see from a team? And do you think it builds character as a team to make these kind of road trips? You know, I think we've, I don't know, we've won about 14 or 15 road games in, our, in a row. Yeah. And uh, strange as it sounds, sometimes you're more focused going into those road games because we'll have to come in here as soon as the kids get down and we'll have to do our, our walkthrough on the field come in and uh, pack our bags, do pregame meal, and then get right on the bus. So you don't have a lot of downtime. You don't have a lot of time to do anything other than focus on the game. And uh, then when you get there, you know, you're kind of isolated and you're on the road. So if you handle it right, it can be a good thing, and we're expecting a, a big test and hope we're going to just keep working hard to improve this week. It's fun to beat the other team and their fans too, isn't it, Coach? It, it is. It, it is. Good deal. Thank you, Coach. We appreciate it as always. Thank you. Folks, the home folks out here at Foodland that bring in the Coach Reese Show are having an autumn sale this week. And they're featuring Mayfield Select Ice Cream, one and a half quart container for only $3.99. That's only one of the buggy full of savings yours this week during the autumn sale. Out here at Foodland, right across from the high school in the Southgate Shopping Center. You've been listening to the Coach Reese interview, sponsored by Foodland Plus in Gunnersville. Welcome back in. That was Gunnersville head coach Lance Reese talking about his Wildcats. He's very, very proud of um, where they are right now as a team. Obviously, five and zero, number four and five A. How could you not be? Uh, John Davis. A little bit more on these stats. Go to the defensive side, and let's look at Mr. E.J. Havis. We came into the season knowing that this guy was going to be a big part of the defense. He absolutely has been. So let's talk about E.J. So, for a know, minute. You know, total tackles is 26 and a half through five games. Is that good? <laughs> is that good? Look at his tackles for loss. Is that good? Um, Some Will Anderson yeah, numbers he's there. Yeah, he's got eight of those. He's such a great – he's got such a great – Attitude on the field, too. Yeah. He is the motor. But the thing that stands out to me the most is Brooks Frazier with seven yeah. tackles for loss. It's been a good defense, yeah. without a doubt. And I think we knew that going in. So, they'll get tested tonight, for sure. To total through five games, we have 36 tackles for loss. I think this defense is looking forward to a challenge tonight. I think there's a part of me that liked the fact that they were on the field almost the whole game against Douglas. And then Avery Clifton's playing – better in his position than I thought he would. Yeah. I see a name on there that I don't want to see on the tackles, and that's Diego. I don't remember him <laughs> ha having a tackle, but he needs to – Diego yeah, he needs had to a tackle. He needs he to, has, stay, he needs to stay not, away. Not only is it a tackle, dude, 
It is a solo tackle. He did it all by himself. I gotta, I gotta pull that up. I gotta ask That's him what I'm talking about because I can't have him. I can't have him in the action like that, man. And then, he's he's got to get to me in soccer season fully. Healthy. Was it legal or did he get a red card? I don't know. But <laughs> was it a slide tackle? <laughs> but then uh, you know, Brandon Fusell with four oh, yeah. interceptions. I mean, he always four through five games, and then. The one game he didn't have an interception, he probably scored a touchdown on offense. Always so. opportunistic, Mr. Brandon Fusell. Always fun to watch. It's been a fun defense to watch. And like I said, I think they're I think they're glad they got tested. Even though it wasn't close, they still got tested on that, that Douglas game because Douglas um Douglas is on the road tonight. Douglas is a skill player or two away from being a, a six seven win team. They're at West Point. Oh, that's yep. a win. That's a win for sure. They're so physical. Any team, any team that's going to be just a maybe on their level or a little bit lower, they're going to run them off the field. Yeah, I mean they're they're that physical. Douglas says it's it's awesome to watch. So I, I expect them to get in that third or fourth spot when it comes to the playoffs. But Gunnersville's traveling to Buckhorn tonight. The Buckhorn Bucks are one and three on the season. Gunnersville obviously five and zero. Oh. I expect a Gunnersville win tonight. Um, I'm expecting them to get to six and zero oh and then turn the page and have to travel to Scottsboro next week. Like we said earlier in the show, this is probably the toughest stretch of the schedule for Gunnersville. So excited to see it get going. Coach Reese also believes this might be the toughest stretch as well. Uh, some other big SEC games of note before we get off the air. You got uh, Florida-Tennessee uh, this Saturday, 2.30 CBS. What do we think? A thumping. Yeah. A thumping? I, I, I agree. I'm gonna I'm gonna take your your prediction to it's the worst song on the planet, but I'm gonna take your prediction from Dallas and yeah. carry it to Knoxville, and it's actually gonna not be a prediction; it's gonna be factual. That, that fan base <laughs> that fan base has been foaming at the mouth to get a big conference opponent at home with an actual good team. It's been. So long since we since Tennessee has had that fan base foams at the mouth no matter what. Well, they haven't had a well they <laughs> haven't had a team like they actually have a team that can actually maybe win the East, and they're getting Florida in town. I feel like it's going to be oh it'll be nuts nuts. I've been to Knox. I've been many game days at Knoxville. It will be bananas. And I just not I'm sure. I'm not sold on Richardson. I mean, I let no. ES, I let ESPN sell me on him early in the year and I just no. Uh, he he's got talent, well, he's got athletic ability, he's just not it. Well, not. I will say Kentucky's defense is better than Tennessee's defense. Yeah. So, he might be able to move the ball a little bit better. They might overall they might be able to move the ball. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be I I think Tennessee pulls away in the fourth. They they score to go up ten points, twelve points, whatever that might be. I think they end up winning the game by two scores, but I think they have to do it in the fourth. I think it'll be a game that will be worth watching again on Sunday. I'm I'm sold on Billy Napier. Me too. At Florida, no, yeah, me too. I, I, I thought it was a great hire. But 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 what Mullen did recruiting wise on his way out the door has yikes. has left. Uh, he's he's got some room to make up. He's got a yeah. roster that. When you get past the the guys this next year and the year after, there's going to be a major gap, and so he's got yeah. to fill that gap quickly. Well, no and you know, Muschamp didn't recruit well. Mm-mm. No, how do you um, not recruit Florida well? It's it's nuts. It, how? Yeah. Billy Napier what, will. And then what's his name? McElwain. Yeah. Bill, Billy Napier will. I think they've got the right hire at Florida. I'm but, excited about that game for sure. You know, under McElwain, they did make it to Atlanta. Yeah, twice. Just a good system, I guess. Twice, and then once with Dan Mullen. For me, Florida has to win this game to have any kind of path. Any kind of path for yeah. for anything this year. If they lose this game, I could I could see them going seven and five. I hate to ask this. Who does uh, who does Georgia have? Kent, I, I, Kent State. Okay, so they got one more. Did whole, you see they were supposed to play Oklahoma in like yes. a few years, and since yeah. Oklahoma's joined the SEC, they like the SEC next year. made them take the, uh, it's the next game season. off. It's they were next. supposed to play them next season. Oh, uh, with a return trip, so they wiped it all they off the board, took it all off, and yeah. then they got uh, who did they replace it's, them it's with? It's not good. It was like Ball State or yeah, something. It's not good. Did you Georgia's schedule when they did the schedule release mm-hmm. on Tuesday? It is laughable. It's almost like a Clemson schedule. Well, it's just. If it right now for next season, right now in college football is Georgia and everybody else for now. I know it's September. Um, I've I've watched this Georgia every week, this Georgia team every week so far. If if Alabama and Georgia met 
on a Thursday night in Council Bluffs, Iowa, whatever, random, you know, random neutral site, Georgia wins by three touchdowns right now. Yeah. I mean, they're so smooth on offense, but it's a long season. Stuff's going to happen. Um, we shall see, I think. Uh, but I do think right now it's Georgia and everybody else. So, it's been a great college football season so far. It's been a great high school football season so far, too. Kansas and Duke are both undefeated in play. I know. Each other. But see, that he, and, and that and 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 I have a I have a problem Basketball? with I have a problem with college game day. Where are they at? Because that's where college game day should be. Kansas, you dang oh, right. Where are they at? They're at Tennessee, Florida. They oh. are. Oh, they yeah. should be. They should be straight up in uh, Lawrence. That's probably the first time they've been in Knoxville in over a decade. It's the first time um, a Kansas home game sold out like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's sold the, out. Kansas. And it's the first it's the first sellout <laughs> since 2019 and only like the fifth in 30 years or something crazy. Love it. Love it. Like that. Gunnersville is headed to Buckhorn tonight. And um, I hope if you are headed to New Market, Alabama tonight, that you are very safe. The weather is going to be absolutely unbelievable. It is finally fall. It finally feels like football outside. We're excited. I know y'all are excited. Thank y'all so much. Arkansas, 28-10 tomorrow over Texas A&M. <laughs> and A&M, 35-13. Whoa, he's going opposite. I said it would be sort of kind of close. but 35-13. Woo-pig. Get, get your food tonight before you get near the school because there's nothing to eat around. No, that's not. Don't go hungry. This is the 3 and Out pregame show. Thank you all so much. We're about to throw it to Greg and Jeff on the field. Thank you all so much. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. We will see you next week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>